With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's program is brought to you by ETF Guide. Is your investment portfolio helping you or hurting you? Go to PortfolioReportCard.com to find out. And if you get an A, we pay you $100. This is Portfolio Talk. I'm Ron DeLegge. Coming up on today's show, a portfolio report card for PK in Rockville, Maryland. Now, she's a, got a $89,000 retirement plan. And together on today's show, we're going to analyze her portfolio and find out if it passes or fails. Remember, any portfolios that I analyze and grade on this program that get an A, I pay $100 to that listener. Now take my challenge, just go to PortfolioReportCard.com. Also, whenever we get a portfolio that gets an A, I do one more thing. I order the Portfolio Talk marching band to play this celebratory music. Enough of that. That is the music, though, that the Portfolio Talk Marching Band plays whenever we get an A on this program. Now, let me begin by saying that your investment portfolio is really a a reflection of who you are. Put another way, it's a personal statement about how you approach financial risk, investment cost, and taxes. Now, think about this. If you're disorderly, If you're disorganized when it comes to these crucial aspects of your investment plan, then the consequences will be a disorderly portfolio with disorderly performance results. Now, my latest portfolio report card is for PK in Rockville, Maryland. She sent me all of her portfolio data via email, and she's 38 years old. She's single. She works in the public relations field. And she contacted me because she wanted to see if her investment plan is correct and if the mutual funds she owns are helping her or hurting her. Now, before I complete PK's portfolio report card, I've already had the wonderful privilege of grading almost $50 million in investment portfolios since launching this uh, portfolio report card program in mid-May of 2014. It's incredible the response that I've gotten from you and uh, the public. Now, I've examined all types of investment accounts from people of all walks of life and social levels, men, women, and uh, some self-employed, some uh, working at a company. But the point is I understand that people's livelihoods are at stake, and I also understand that grading people's investment portfolios is not an exercise to be taken lightly. 
Now, PK's got almost $89,000 invested in a 401k rollover. Now, this is from a previous employer, and she manages this, manages this account uh, by herself. She has no help from any financial advisors or brokers. Now, in terms of investing style, she described herself to me as conservative, and she doesn't have time, she told me, to follow the daily ups and downs of her retirement money. She's not a trader, and so she's, she told me she's invested for the long haul. So we're going to look at five areas of PK's portfolio. We're going to dissect it on today's show. And those five areas are diversification, risk, cost, tax efficiency, and performance. And then after we tell you how she does in each one of those categories, we're going to give her a final report card of A, B, C, D, or F. Does she pass or does she fail? Let's begin with the first category, which is diversification. Now, PK's 401k rollover consists of just three mutual funds. She owns the Dodge and Cox Income Fund, that's ticker symbol D-O-D-I-X. She owns the Davis New York Venture Fund, that's ticker symbol N-Y-V-T-X. And then she owns the Fidelity Freedom 2030 Fund, that's ticker symbol F-F-F-E-X. And she's got the money divided well, let's just put it this way. The bulk of the money, almost 50% of it, is in the uh, Fidelity Freedom 2030 fund. That's a target date retirement fund. She's got almost 50% of her $89,000 stash there. And then she's got the other uh, 50% divided equally among the Dodge and Cox Income Fund and then the Davis New York Venture Fund. And that makes up 100% of her portfolio, those three mutual fund holdings. Now, in terms of diversification, I think she can do a much better job. For example, she's got no direct exposure to major asset classes like commodities or real estate or cash or bonds. I mean, these are some major asset classes that she misses direct exposure to, and I think she needs to do a better job on her diversification. So not a good start for PK in terms of diversification, now, it's true that her funds that she currently owns own various securities, but again, diversification is not about how many holdings or securities you have, but rather it's about how well distributed those securities are across a diverse mix of different and varying asset classes. So on diversification, again, PK needs to do a better job. Next up is risk. Now, PK's current investment portfolio is a almost 70-30 split between stocks and bonds, with 70% going to stocks, 30% to bonds. Now, aside from the two big asset classes, that's stocks and bonds, she's got exposure to FFF, that's three Fs and EX. She does have some indirect exposure there via that fund, to real estate and commodities. But again, she should be doing this on her own. She should not be doing it via a target date retirement fund, which is something that is really designed for people that are just starting out with a very small percentage of their money. That's target date funds. They're, they are basically a last resort, not a first result. But the point is, risk-wise, her overall asset mix, I do not think is 
out of line with either her age or her investment time horizon. So I think her overall asset mix is is good and in, in, in terms of risk and matches up with her risk character. And that's what really I look at when it comes to risk is how compatible is your investment portfolio risk-wise with who you are, your unique investor personality, and your uh, capacity for risk. But if we examine PK's retirement portfolio a little bit closer, one of the problems I have with it is the mass-produced target date fund that she owns. That's the Fidelity Freedom 2030 fund. This is the, the types of products, these target date funds sold by Wall Street's retirement planners, and they tell you, well, these, these target date funds are good for you because it's easy asset allocation. But what I want you to understand is that these are really default investment choices that are geared for investors that don't have serious money. Your serious money should always be a customized asset mix that matches who you are. That includes not just your age, but your unique investor personality, your capacity to handle risk, all the things that make you unique. You should have a custom-built investment mix that matches that perfectly versus a canned, off-the-shelf target date solution like the Fidelity Freedom 2030 Fund and others like it about the only good thing that I can say about that particular fund is that it has decent exposure to major asset classes. But again, this is something that PK should be doing on her own. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Portfolio Talk with Ron DeLegge. And on today's show, I'm doing a portfolio report card for PK in Rockville, Maryland. She's got an $89,000 retirement plan. We just analyzed the first two categories of what we do on the portfolio report card, we look at risk, diversification, cost, tax efficiency, and performance. So we already tackled diversification. She needs to improve there. We already tackled risk. She does okay there, not to, not too bad. And next up, we're going to evaluate PK's portfolio in terms of cost, tax efficiency, and performance. And before we do that, we're going to take a quick break so I can grab some coffee. St- stand by. You're listening to Portfolio Talk with Ron DeLegge. To get your portfolio analyzed and graded, go to PortfolioReportCard.com. So let's take a look at PK's retirement plan in terms of cost. So what I look for here are investors and investment portfolios that deliberately minimize the negative impact of, of cost, investment costs. So that means if you own mutual funds, well, we want to see, I want to see, funds that have low expense ratios and that are deliberately and purposely minimizing the negative impact of, of, of cost. Now, it's not just expense ratios low. It's also about your brokerage costs. If you have a brokerage account and uh, taking a look at how much trading activity you have in that account, uh, of course, the more activity you have, it's probably likely to increase your brokerage costs and that, of course, over time uh, can erode your performance results. Now, when I drill down to the cost of PK's portfolio, she bumps into some serious trouble. Now, she owns the New York Venture, uh, Davis New York Venture Fund, that's ticker symbol NYVTX, A shares, 
But the problem here is this is a load fund. She paid an upload front, uh, upload or sales charge, upfront load or sales charge of almost 5% to get into this fund. That's a pretty big entry fee. And this is a significant cost that she's already paid, but she could have avoided. Also, that uh, Fidelity Freedom 2030 fund it charges very elevated annual expense ratio of just over three-quarters of 1%, which is almost 80% uh, higher compared to comparable target date funds that do essentially the same thing. So way too much money she's paying to own that particular target date fund. And uh, assuming she makes changes on owning uh, FF, FEX over the next 30 years, I, I estimate that if she makes some changes and goes with a lower cost solution, she she can probably save around $50,000 of her money in fees. So that's a big, big cost savings if she does it right. Now, in terms of ticker symbol DODIX, that's the other fund she owns, the Dodge and Cox Income Fund, uh, its annual expense ratio, and this is an income fund, consumes around 14% of its annual yield, which is unacceptably high for a bond income or income fund. So in terms of cost, she definitely can do a much, much better job in deliberately minimizing the negative impact of investment costs. She just has to reorientate and recalibrate her portfolio accordingly. Now let's look at the next category for the grade, grade uh, portfolio report card for a PK and the grading category, again, is tax efficiency. And PK's portfolio, I don't really see any problems there. Uh, remember, this is a 401k rollover, and she had the the smarts and the w wisdom to do a rollover in the first place, which uh, definitely helped her to avoid the problem of what so many investors run into is taking premature distributions from their retirement plan and uh, obviously that creates needless taxes and needless penalties if you're under age 59 and a half, which she is. So she had enough sense to do a 401k rollover versus taking a check and spending the money on non-retirement expenses. Also, she has no outstanding 401k loans, which could threaten the tax-deferred nature of her money. So she does a good job in terms of tax efficiency. Now, what about performance? And this is our final grading category before we give PK a final portfolio report card of A, B, C, D, or F. Now, she began, and we only look at performance going back one year because the portfolio report card, remember, is a snapshot of your portfolio. It's not a, a full, unabridged history of everything you've done investment-wise, but it gives us a really good point of reference as to where she is right now and how she's progressing or perhaps not progressing. But we look at the, the performance of PK's portfolio. She began with $81,156. And over the past year, her portfolio gained 9.5%. Over that same period, we compare her performance to a blended benchmark of, of index ETFs which is the, the standard that everybody should be using to compare performance, she gained 9.5%. Well, the benchmark gained just over 22%. And 
if we use her same blended bench, this blended benchmark that matches her same asset mix, it would have resulted in a gain that would be almost double what, what PK's gain of 9.5% was. So she underperformed over the past year substantially, and that is what we call unsatisfactory performance. You should not be underperforming our benchmark. You should be in line or just outperforming it. That's the ideal scenario. That's what we call satisfactory performance. So PK definitely has to do some work on terms of her performance. Her final report card grade is a C. So she's fairly diversified, as we covered. Uh, I'm concerned, though, about the way she's going about her retirement plan by using these generic off-the-shelf target date retirement funds. I think that's a problem. She should have a customized uh, asset mix that matches her and her uniqueness as a person and her age and all that stuff. And I, I think she can do a better job at that. Also, I think ultimately, you know, performance is really, as they say, the bottom line. It's not the only thing, but it is really a telltale sign her her significant underperformance of our benchmark really tells us that she's deficient in these other areas, it's, and it's impacting negatively her performance. She has to do a better job at minimizing her investment cost. She has to do a, a better job at diversifying, and moreover, the ingredients that she's using, the, the financial products she's using, I think she's got to do a better job at, at choosing lower-cost vehicles that offer broad and diversified asset exposure. And if she does that, I'm confident that there is still time for PK to get back on track and to reach her financial goals. Well, that does it for this episode of Portfolio Talk. Be sure to tune in to next week's program. I'll be doing another portfolio report card on a different listener, and who knows, it might be you. Speaking of you, if you'd like for me to analyze and grade your investment portfolio, I'll tell you all the strengths and the weaknesses of your investment plan. All you got to do is go to PortfolioReportCard.com and reach out to me to get started. Today's program is brought to you by ETF Guide. Is your investment portfolio helping you or hurting you? Go to PortfolioReportCard.com to find out. And if you get an A, we pay you $100. The views expressed in this broadcast are not necessarily that of our advertisers, sponsors, or broadcast partners. The discussion of investing is general and should not be construed as investment advice or an offer to buy or sell securities. Listeners are responsible for their own investment decisions and results. Before investing, always consult a prospectus for risk, charges, expenses, and other information. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No reproduction or dissemination of Portfolio Talk Radio is permitted without the expressed written consent of its producers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.